0: I hope everyone had a great New Year's and start to the new year, but if not, that's okay too, and you've come to the right episode. In all transparency, today's episode is completely different than what I had originally had in mind for the first episode of 2021, but after the past couple of days, I felt that this information was stuff that I needed to share with you all, and that I needed to hear myself way more than an episode on how to keep your New Year's resolutions. So I want to begin by saying it's okay if you woke up on New Year's Day feeling no different than you did the day before. It's okay if you went to sleep before midnight or watched the ball drop in your sweatpants on the couch drinking a glass of wine. Or you didn't even watch the ball drop because an advertisement came on right during the countdown. I feel like that happened to so many people, myself included. It's okay if New Year's Day was really, really awful. It's okay. We put so much pressure on ourselves to make one day One moment when the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve. Perfect. My mom's been telling me from a young age that I build up scenarios in my mind and then let myself down because I don't meet my own expectations, which I guess is just the Aries in me. But I feel like as a society, we all do this. We try to make things perfect when in reality, we're all flawed humans. So I wanted to create an episode containing some of the biggest things that I learned from 2020 and even the past couple of days of 2021. Not because I'm better than any of you or I happen to know it all, but actually the opposite because I'm just as flawed and imperfect as everyone else, and I wish I had told myself these in the past, and I need the reminder today. So number one is to listen to your body. I talked a little bit about this um, in the last episode with Emma, but I'm all here for a green smoothie, an intense 600 calorie workout, don't get me wrong, but everything in moderation. The new year period spams us with weight loss programs, and new fad diets intended for you to achieve your ideal body. And to be very point blank, seeing them all can really fuck with you. Comparison is amplified because of social media, and after a year of Chloe Ting shreds trending on TikTok and how to avoid COVID-15 videos trending on YouTube, it's way too easy to feel unfit in more ways than one. But your body has brought you through a year full of stress, change, uncertainty, and loss. So appreciate what it's done for you. And instead of focusing on being shredded in the new year or losing the holiday weight, focus on listening to your body. Move it in a way that expresses gratitude and fuel your body with nutrients that help energize. Maybe it's just the yogi and me talking, but I seriously believe there is a serious mind-body connection. What you put into your body is going to be reflected on the outside, and what you fuel your mind with is going to reflect in your soul. Taking it one step farther, what your soul feels is going to directly translate to how your body feels. It's a cycle. So be grateful for what your body is doing for you. Even if you happen to be sick and you feel like you can't move or function properly, it's important to remember that your body is fighting overtime to help you. And in the new year, it's not all about physical image or hitting the move goal on your Apple Watch or getting in 30 minutes of cardio each day. It's about nourishing and taking care of the body, the one body that you have. The second one is a little bit more on the relationship side of things, but and this can apply to romantic relationships or friendships or whatever it is, but when someone treats you like it's too good to be true, Don't try to find or create problems. This is something, guys, I am so guilty of. If you create problems out of nothing, you could or will end up losing one of the best things in your life. I've been told from a young age that people take things out on the people in their life that they're closest to. And personally, I took this to the extreme. And when I had a person in my life who continued to show up for me, I pushed them away so hard that I'm honestly never going to recover from it and I was scared of other people's opinions, I was scared of vulnerability, I was scared of something real, and I lost someone because of it. Yes, I know, okay, now I sound like the main character of a cheesy Netflix original rom-com. Sorry, not sorry about it, (laughs) but if you're listening to this and you have someone who is willing to give you the world, someone who shows up without you asking, don't push them away. Just accept it. It sucks, guys. I get it. I understand vulnerability can suck because you're scared of letting someone in or getting your heart broken. But it took me too long to realize that if you're not vulnerable, you're going to miss out on the best that the universe has to offer you. To quote a friend who you guys actually may remember, find strength in vulnerability. Oh, and on the contrary, if you have someone in your life who is very much not treating you correctly, do not settle. I'm going to say that one more time, you guys. Do not settle. There's no good time to end a relationship or a friendship, and no one wants to go into the New Year single. No one wants to celebrate accomplishments by themselves. No one wants to feel alone. But you deserve better than to stay in a relationship with someone who doesn't value every aspect of you. You deserve relationships that push you past your greatest potential. So why waste time in the new year on someone who doesn't fuel your soul? And on the contrary, why risk permanently losing someone who does? Number three is um, has to do with family a little bit. And to be very honest, family can suck sometimes. Guys, I get it. Um, I, I'm just going to leave it there. I get it. But they're always going to be there for you. I feel like 2020 has proved, provided more family time than anyone could have ever asked for. And now, more than ever, it's way too easy to pull a Kevin McAllister from Home Alone and say that you wish your family would just disappear. Believe me, I'm going to emphasize it one more time. I get it. But every family is dysfunctional, and at the end of the day, your family isn't going anywhere. Um, I know that family time can just be a lot, and especially once you're kind of in your 20s or 30s and you're out on your own, you're living your own life, it's kind of a daunting task to go home for the holidays or spend time with your family. Even though you love them, it gets you out of routine. Maybe you're having conversations that you usually don't have, um, and arguments can tend to get out of hand, and you can end up wind, wind up saying something that you regret. So you never know what the last thing you're going to say to someone will be. So don't go to sleep angry, don't leave in a rush, and don't forget to say I love you. Um, Just in general, don't take for granted the time that you guys are able to spend together because I think 2020 has proven more than anything that um, family is important. So more along the lines of family, number four is to call your grandparents and parents. I apologize, now I seriously sound like a self-help book, but this is advice I believe that we all need to hear. It's incredibly easy to get caught up in your own world, your own life, and forget to call your parents and grandparents. But when I say it makes their day, you guys, it makes their day. The year of 2020 was a weird one, and it was financially hard for some, physically hard for others, but emotionally hard for everyone, especially those at high risk, and those who haven't been able to see their loved ones. So it's more important than ever to stay connected. This is advice I wish someone had told me a long time ago, even pre-pandemic. After the passing of my granddad, Papa, um, I realized the importance of having a relationship with your grands and and your parents. And at the age of 20, almost 21, I have finally formed a relationship with his spouse, my nana, just by calling her. And hearing her voice over the phone is one of my favorite parts of my week as we converse about her picnic with friends or volunteer hours at the visitor center. Um, And in a world where I'm not often able to physically see her, these phone calls are gold. So this is something that I cannot emphasize enough, you guys. Take the time to connect. Take the time to learn from the family members who are older than you, who you maybe don't have as much in common with. And don't run out of time learning or connecting. Okay, finally, number five is it's okay to set boundaries. In fact, boundaries are necessary. And this is something that I believe I talked about in our last episode of 2020 with Emma. But you are not responsible for how others react to the boundaries you are placing. And I'm someone who's so guilty of not placing boundaries for fear of how others are going to respond. I'm here to tell you guys you'll end up unhappy and people-pleasing, so do what is best for you. One of my closest friends made their new year's resolution to be more selfish, which sounds weird at first glance, but I actually love this resolution. The cheesy phrases, you can't pour from an empty cup, or you can't love someone until you love yourself, are overused but underrated. Being selfish is necessary, so say no. Take the time to regroup. In the relationship, that wasn't going anywhere. I used to view doing things that I wasn't crazy about as, oh well, it doesn't hurt, which is 150% false, you guys. If something or someone isn't helping you, it's hurting you. I cannot say this enough. I've discussed this before on the podcast, and yet I still forget to apply it to my own life sometimes. I'm human, but this time contributed towards that activity or relationship or person or task is time that you could be using to fulfill your greater purpose or at least work towards finding it now don't get me wrong i'm not saying not to do laundry or take out the trash because you hate doing chores but i am saying evaluate your life and find the non-negotiables then find the negotiables or the so-called things that aren't fueling you and find a way to transform them so again can we say it enough everything in moderation so do the laundry but maybe don't spend two hours mindlessly scrolling through instagram or tiktok only to end up in a mind off of a comparison take out the trash but the guy who's been keeping you on the back burner maybe say see you too you know just it's about balance you guys at the end of the day or at the end of the year in this case slash beginning of the year It's okay to continue learning and growing. In fact, it's encouraged. It's what makes us human. And the clock striking midnight a couple nights ago isn't going to magically reset everything. It didn't magically reset everything. You don't have to wait for a new year to make a fresh start. So if you do have goals that don't go to plan, or if you had a really awful first day of the year, it's okay. I've spent the past week saying, 2021 is going to be my year. I can feel it. And I've told all my friends that I was talking to one of my best friends about it the other day and I was like, here we go. 2021, it's going to be our year. And the hard truth is no, it's not. (laughs) Just like any year, it's going to have its high highs and its low lows. It's going to have broken relationships and new growth, fresh obstacles and solutions to old problems. You're going to have bad days. I'm going to have bad days. I guarantee it. But the good news is. You can try again every day, every hour, every minute. Change your mindset. reevaluate, Encounter blessings. Which now I sound like a Southern mom's Facebook post, which I think means it's time to wrap up. But this is just my way of saying to keep going, you guys. Happy New Year. You've got this. Keep pushing through. And remember, you don't need a new year to start fresh. You can do that any second of any day. With that, we'll be back with a new episode for you guys next Monday, so stay tuned. And until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay Huba. Bye, guys.